Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. All right. Tommy is about to books. One, two, one, two, three, four. Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I am your co-host, Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney. Sid, we got we got baby fever in the McElroy household. That's true. And I, I call it that now because you're pregnant. We had baby fever and then I literally had some sort of viral illness as well. Yeah. So we've so got we every kind double, of fever you can get. Double dose. Yeah. You know, um, it's a lot harder to be sick when you're pregnant than when you're not. That's because the baby's eating everything you need to get strong. <laughs> get all those nutrients, all that vitamin C is in the baby now. Plus one, as we have taken to calling yeah, the cool. baby. Because we don't know what the baby is yet, and I, I'm i trying to refrain from saying it. Yeah, so plus one. Right. We, we, and we alternate pronouns depending on our whim. Um, but anyway. What my dreams were the night before. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. That's no, no, no that's real. No, huh? uh, but Sid, you've been getting a lot of. I feel like you've been getting a lot of heat, a lot of attention since the pregnancy thing. Lots of people wanting to ask you how you feel or telling you to rest up or stuff. Yeah, is that a problem for you? Well, I just I can't help but wonder. Like you took a pregnancy test, okay? Uh, pregnant, it says. I don't know. We saw something in your stomach that looked baby-like. So I guess the jury's out for another six months or so, but... Yeah, well, I mean, we had an ultrasound. Ultra... Well, it was ultrasound. I mean, you remember? Like, we saw... I think it was ultra... The, then we posted on the internet, like, it, we tweeted it. It was ultra sketchy, I think, because no, I, I mean, didn't recognize it. It didn't look like me. Uh, did hmm, uh, did you see the size of that head? Uh, so, I... That was a McElroy cranium. There is no doubting that that, much to my misfortune is a giant McRoy head. Sydney, I guess my concern is how do I how do I um how do we know I'm not pregnant? Well, I mean, I guess there's there's the obvious. Uh maybe you like the, the seal documentary called Junior starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you know what a documentary is? Uh I guess what I'm saying is I want to run some tests for my potential, dare I say, likely pregnancy. Okay, well, we'll leave aside the fact that you are male. Yes, junior. No, okay, you do not have a uterus. Okay, jury's out. So there's nowhere. I've never seen it, maybe you've seen inside me, I haven't, so I guess jury's out on that one. Nowhere to house said uh, child, and uh, let alone, I, I, would hope you would um, uh, prefer to avoid the birth process. Yeah, I don't know where For it's... you, that may be a little... 
I don't know where it's going to come or from. Or a frankly. lot upsetting, really, for everyone. Yeah, everyone in that delivery room is going to leave gonna, pretty the, scarred. Some things pretty, they can't unsee. Pretty damaged by that. How can we test to make sure that I am not pregnant? Well, Historically that's a, speaking. Historically speaking. Well, that's a good question, Justin. People um, have been wanting to find out if they were pregnant, you know, as long as people have been pregnant, which mm-hmm. is a really long time. Yeah, um, the and, longest. You know, the and what I think is funny about it is that there's a surefire way to find out if you're pregnant. Wait. Just wait. <laughs> just, just wait. Um, and, you know, they don't, again, because we talk about this a lot, because so much of the medical field was dominated by men for so long. There are all these really, that I'm gonna tell you about, cumbersome ways of finding out if you're pregnant or not, when I bet you women just knew. I mean, yeah. you don't know instantly, I'm not gonna lie. It's not like I woke up the morning that we found out I was pregnant and said, I'm pregnant, I can feel it, <laughs> it's in me, I know it. Um, but, yet, I mean, you know, things start changing. I mean, all of a sudden, I don't like the taste of Diet Dr. Pepper. That's gotta it's mean weird. something. And you love milk. I love milk. Crazy about the stuff. I am not sad at all that I can't drink beer. Yeah, no, that's that's the weirdest part. How weird is that? Very, very weird. So, Sydney, take me back. BC, early, oh, ye olden times. Ye olden times. So, one of the oldest known ways to test for pregnancy, and I should clarify, people figured out pretty quickly that, you know what, babies come from somewhere down there on the woman, you know, the down there region. Sure. Anatomically speaking, down there. Clinical terms. Um, and, you know, urine comes from down there. So urine may be able to give us a clue. They both come from the same general vicinity. Right. That was the idea. So uh, one of the oldest known methods was for a woman to um, urinate on both wheat and barley seeds. Now, this would serve two functions. It would ruin the barley. <laughs> it would ruin the barley and ruin the wheat. If you no. want to ruin your neighbor's <laughs> barley, this is the primo way to do it. <laughs> this is not This is not what to make beer out of. This violates the German beer purity law, I think. <laughs> um, if, the, uh, if the barley grew, well, first of all, if any, if any of the seeds germinated, you were pregnant. Okay. So that was the first belief. If the seeds started to germinate, you were pregnant. And then depending on which seeds germinated, you could actually also tell the sex of the baby. So if the barley grows, it's a boy. And if the wheat grows, it's a girl. If neither grow, you're not pregnant. Perfect. That that seems like it would take a while. Yeah. Uh, by then, it seems like I mean, there would be know. some other signs, right? I think you would know. Um, you know what was funny is that they repeated this uh, this test in the 60s. They, they actually like did a study to see, does this work? And the urine of a pregnant woman will promote growth in seeds of any kind 70% of the time. And we've been wasting our money on fertilizer. Instead, pregnant ladies just go just pee. Just get out there and have a pee. On your garden. Come on. On your barley wheat garden. Uh, oh, <laughs> Vanessa, these green peppers are delicious. <laughs> what is your secret? They, and they did, they compared it to just... Um, to non-pregnant women's urine as well as men's urine to make sure it wasn't just, you know, because we know that there are some things in urine that are good for soil anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just that, that they, that the theory at the time was, I don't know, maybe estrogen, but who knows? But for some reason, there there may have been some truth to that. Wow, good job, ancient people. <laughs> um, another thing that people uh, took advantage of when trying to figure out if a woman was pregnant was the fact they did observe, uh, and women probably confirmed, that 
uh, they tend to get nauseous while they're pregnant. Hmm. As you may well remember early on, all of my nausea. Yeah, that was a, it was a considerable amount. Hey, here's a pro is, tip for you if you haven't tried preggy pops. I was I was gonna say the same thing. Really, simpatico. Plug those preggy pops. We should have a baby. They're, we are okay. They're safe. They're tasty. Yeah, they're and I don't know. They seem to work for you. But they worked. They were like B twelve and stuff, right? Never had to take a prescription med. Yeah, pretty good. Never threw up either. High five. Hey, there we go. That wasn't a very good high five. Can we try again? Okay. I'll edit it out. Oh, that was good. Snappy. Usually we miss. Going to have a good high five and kid. (laughs) Um, You could also, so the Egyptians took advantage of this nausea by, okay, so if you thought I was pregnant, here's what you could do. Go downstairs um, to like the living room because we've got wood floor. Uh, Move the carpet out of the way. Okay. Um, And then what I want you to do is just pour a bunch of beer all over the floor and then mash up some dates and like spread those all over the floor too. Okay. And then and I then will you come. just wait for the wet bandits to show up. <laughs> they slide right in it, and your home is and safe. Then you slide. You, you swing some paint buckets into their forehead. Perfect. Uh, no, then I come down and sit in the floor in the middle of the beer date mash, and if I throw up a lot, I'm pregnant. They they include the caveat if you throw up a lot. Listen, you'll know if it's just regular throw up because you're sitting in a mush of po- beer and dates. Is it possible that like that maybe it wasn't like mysticism or medicine? It's just like that was the grossest thing they could come up with, and so like maybe it would just make you throw up. Which says a lot for for Egypt and the quality of their like food and beverage if the grossest thing they could come up with was mashed up dates and beer you gave be- you gave beer some sketchy looks when you were first pregnant well i will say that i will say that the smell of alcohol for the first time in my life did not make me happy interesting um but uh, yeah but i i think you know just take a look at like super sloppy double dare today we could probably come up with some pretty heinous stuff to sit in the middle of yeah Lots of lots of other nausea-inducing things. Uh, the, That's one of our great advances in 2014. <laughs> I think cavemen would really be stunned by the amount of things we could come up with for you to sit in and throw up in. We, we really know how to make people puke now. Don't even worry um, about that. There, here's a great segue for that. Speaking of making you want to puke, the Greeks had a great idea, which was put um, you could put an onion in your vagina before you go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> And if your if your lovely Boy, bride Vanessa, these w- onions are delicious. <laughs> what is your secret? <laughs> if your lovely bride wakes up with onion breath, then she's not pregnant. What? But is the theory that the baby is like eating the onion vapor? No, the, is that the, they thought that when you were pregnant, your womb was closed, so the smell of the onion could not pass all the way up through from your vagina to your mouth. Okay. But that if the uh, if you know if the womb was open because there's no baby in it, then you'd wake up with onion breath. Okay. Which was weird because they also advocated, which I think is a little nicer anyway, is just put some some perfumed linens like down in the in the vaginal area. Yeah. Why don't you put? How about here's an idea. Like maybe some spearmint. Like if you're gonna do something. Well, but then my understanding from what I read is that if you're if your mouth and nose start to smell of that perfume that you have applied to the to the anatomical down there region, that you are pregnant, which is the total inverse mm-hmm. of the onion test. Okay, that's a little weird. 
I don't understand. It's almost as if they were making it up without any scientific <laughs> basis. As if it had nothing to do with any science. Um, Hippocrates had a better idea. I think, at least this would not bother me too much. If you so, if you skip a period, which was accepted, you know, we even knew back then that if you did not have your menstrual menstrual cycle, you may be pregnant. Maybe, maybe not. We weren't sure. But if you skipped a period, you should that night before you go to bed drink a mixture of honey and water. And then when you wake up in the morning, if you've got some like stomach bloating and cramping, then you're pregnant. A mixture of honey and water. Now, why would that make you crampy and bloaty? I don't know. They would try anything with honey. I mean, you it's knew not something a, was up with honey. It's fairly benign. Sure. Kind of a nice thing. Kind of delicious. Kind of soothing. Yeah. I, I would say that, I mean, your chances of waking up with a bloated, crampy stomach are always increased when you're pregnant. Mm. I mean, that's just from my brief experience. But <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. Maybe that's just, maybe he's just hedging his bets. Um, drink this. If you feel nauseous and your breasts are tender, you may be pregnant. And it should be noted that through all these different eras, it's they, they comment on a good doctor will also ask some basic questions about the woman's health health status and symptoms to figure out if she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's like your psychic friend asking, like, like predicting the Ivaraki marriage after you've asked, like, a few basic questions <laughs> about the status of it. I notice you're not wearing your wedding ring. <laughs> and psychically, I think that you're having some issues. <laughs> um, in the Middle Ages, we've talked about this before in the urine episode, that um, people got really obsessed with uromancy, with women, with with uh, with urine. Remember, we talked about this with the study of urine, and uh, they would just look at the urine and smell it and taste it sometimes. And uh, the way to tell if a woman was pregnant is that the urine would look clear and a pale lemon color is what I read, and also cloudy. I think I okay. See this one, I might be able to pass this one. I might be able to, I might be able to, I think I could generate some clear, pale lemon color. Wait, okay, so wait, if it's clear, but also cloudy. It has like, okay, so I didn't, I should have clarified. So it's clear and pale lemon color, but then there's a cloudiness on top, like that comes to the top of it. A head, basically, a rich (laughs) foamy head. Foamy head to the urine. Okay. (laughs) Like a, like a good Guinness, if. Sure. Uh, beyond just the color and the the head on your urine, um, <laughs> the, some other ideas they had at the time, you could put a needle in a cup of uh, a woman's urine, and if she was pregnant, it would rust. Um, you could sprinkle some sulfur in the urine, and worms will appear if she's pregnant. Whoa! I, I don't know if they mean, like, it looks like worms, or literal worms are going to appear. Because your, your urine can create life. <laughs> Well, this would have been, I mean, spontaneous generation. Have you ever heard that? The whole maggots in the meat? They left a piece of meat out, and eventually there were maggots on it, and so they thought the maggots came from the meat. Oh, Instead yeah. of, you know, flies laid their eggs on the meat. Oh. Well. Yeah. So, I mean, that wouldn't have been that far off at the time. Okay. That's not real. There's no, no I mean, such it doesn't thing. happen. It's not, no. It's still it crazy and wrong. Faulty but. theory. <laughs> we got that one wrong. We know better now. Um... I also like this one. Uh, you could, so take a ribbon. Okay, I got my ribbon. Okay. And you got your cup of pee. Okay. Okay, dip the ribbon into the pee and then hold it up to your nose. Okay. 
if we're testing you for pregnancy. We're, we're, okay. If you're the one, whoever we're testing for pregnancy, hold it up to their nose. Oh, I'm, I'm nauseous and gagged. Okay, now you're pregnant. Okay. So my theory is that if you hold up a ribbon dipped in pee to my nose at any time. <laughs> any of the day. It's going to yuck me out a little bit. Yeah. Now I do, I will admit to cheating on that particular test. I, I read ahead, but still. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, again, I think this is playing on the fact that a surprising number of things made me nauseous. Yeah. When I first found out I was pregnant. And are we, are, were we just plain mean tricks on women? And, and a surprising number of things made you cry, too. If they had had, uh, it's too bad they didn't have Staples commercials back then, because then you could watch that, uh, then they could have just played it, and if they cried, they were pregnant. Listen, it was a really moving Staples commercial. <laughs> okay. What, what you else? can't understand. You can't possibly understand. What else do we got, Sid? Uh, there was also the latch test um, back in the days when all doors had metal latches on them. Mm-hmm. Um, you would you could take a, a metal latch off of a door. I mm-hmm. suppose you're exposed for the night. I don't know what that's going to do for well, your safety. Well, let's hope that you're done with the door. <laughs> you're done with oh, that this door? this is my pee door. I get to put my hand on your pee. Well, yeah, that's true. Because once you once you use your metal latch, oh, you're going to put it in a bucket of pee. Because oh, everything else, we're going to put in a bucket uh, of pee. Okay, wait. All right, time out. Do you know how much you have to pee to fill up a bucket? Well, I mean, I guess it could have been a bowl, a small pee. bucket of pee, something that would enough pee to cut to completely submerge the latch. I feel bad for these pregnant women. They're supposedly pregnant women. Like, there's a lot of demand for their pee. <laughs> they had to pee a lot. There's a lot of different <laughs> we tests. Need a lot of. We're gonna need you to pee five or six different gallons. They're coming up with new stuff all the time. Well, that, I mean, that that works because luckily, if there is one thing that I've been able to do constantly. Since I've become pregnant, it's pee. Pee, a lot. Yeah. A lot of pee. That's never a problem. Never an issue. No. Especially with my insatiable thirst for milk and lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Go figure. Um, So you take the metal latch, you put it in the bucket of pee, you leave it there all night, and if there is an imprint of the latch in the bucket when you take it out the next morning, the woman's pregnant. What in the world? Why? imprint of What? The, uh, the like the outline of the oh, latch. Oh, the outline of the latch in the bucket. Yeah, that does doesn't make any sense. It didn't specify what material the bucket would How have to they, be, so that uh, made me. I don't know what kind of reaction we're looking for. Who was the dirty freak who found this test out? Who was like, you know, I was just perusing my collection of uh, pee buckets <laughs> with latches in them, ye old ye, ye mistress, and I could not help but notice that your specific bucket. Had an imprint. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm thinking is, you're not. Well, you that. know who it was? It was ye old R. Kelly, of it course. Was ye old R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gracious Kelly. Um, Question: What is ignition? We have not invented it yet. <laughs> How can you remix that which does not exist? It probably has something to do with urine. That's yeah, all we know probably. for sure. Um, one of the few methods that I found that did not have to do with pee uh, was. One doctor proposed, we're still around the same time period, we're coming out of the Middle Ages. Um, if you looked into a pregnant woman's eyes. Oh, I know this one. You look, if, if you can see your unborn children in her eyes, you really love a woman. <laughs> I, was, I listen, I listen, to Brian Brian Adams, Ad- right? I listen to Brian Adams too, old timey guys. You can't put one over me. <laughs> no, this was not nearly so romantic. If, if her eyes look deep set and veiny and her pupils are particularly small. 
Hey, and guys uh, at home, let me just advise you that if you're looking for just the right moment to tell your wife her eyes are deep set veiny and their pupils are small, pregnancy is the perfect <laughs> window to decide to broach that topic. Because let me tell you, I have never felt more attractive <laughs> than I have for these last 15 or so weeks. That's not true at all. Um, in the 1900s, we we finally figured out that there was, and I mean, I, I guess we knew on some level that there was something in urine, that, that the pee of a pregnant woman. We were getting there. We knew yeah. instinctively. Something in the urine that could tell us if a woman, if we just could figure it out, what is in there? What is, some guy with like a, an ancient blackboard, like crossing it out, trying to connect all the dots. <laughs> I know it has to be here. It just says P equals pregnancy on the, written on the board in giant letters. The question mark, it's he keeps scratching mark. it up. Yeah, it's right. So they knew that there was something in there and they started uh, injecting human urine into a variety of animals mm-hmm. to look for changes that might indicate that the woman was pregnant. And basically at this point, we, we started to understand there was a hormone in there of some kind, and this hormone um, obviously indicates pregnancy and will probably produce changes in other female creatures. So mm-hmm. maybe that can be a way where we can figure it out. Um, the uh, they could inject it into into mice, into rabbits. Um, some of the tests involved looking for the animal to go into heat. Uh, so, like, if you could make the mice randy, then mm-hmm. then they were probably then the woman that you took the urine from was probably pregnant. Uh, one of the things that you may have heard of was that they would inject it into rabbits, female rabbits, wait, and then unfortunately kill the rabbit and dissect them and look at the ovaries and look for changes in the ovaries for evidence of ovulation and changes. Vanessa, this rabbit is delicious. What (laughs) is your secret? (laughs) Well, you'll never believe this. I inject urine. (laughs) I injected my urine, and by the way, we're pregnant. We're pregnant. (laughs) You did what? (laughs) It, uh, it, it gave birth to the phrase, and you may have heard this said before in, in especially older television shows, um, the rabbit died mm-hmm. as a euphemism for I'm pregnant. Mm. Uh, the ironic thing about that, of course, is that they killed the rabbit either way. All the rabbits died. The rabbit always died. The rabbit always died. Um, but when I was I was reading about that, because I'd, I'd heard that before, when I was reading about that phrase, I also came across the mouse died as an alternative which is obvious. And I killed the Easter bunny. Aw, it's a little grim. I really wish in retrospect that that day that I, I saw that positive pregnancy test, I really wish I had come downstairs and said, honey, I killed the Easter bunny. That would have been uh, a more interesting but not quite as uplifting conversation, I think, that would have followed. I think you would have been confused and maybe concerned for my mental health. And sad about the Easter bunny. <laughs> Hello. What? Easter's ruined. You ruined Easter. Are, are you, I mean, what What are you trying to tell me about your relationship with the Easter bunny? I mean, he hasn't delivered a basket for a few years, and I'm sure he'll come around. You just, you think he's just mad at you or something? Yeah. Or maybe you, my wife doesn't believe hard enough. I don't know. Oh. He can sense non-believers. He can sense not. Is the Easter bunny a giant bunny? Is that your take on him then? I always like, imagine him as like the uh, 
not like the bipedal bunny like, like the horrific the, the horrific bipedal bunny you see that you get mall. to sit on i like to imagine like scares like everyone. a regular bunny just gigantic and with like red eyes like manicula not like not like the donnie darko bunny no not like that at all like the opposite in almost every way of the donnie darko bunny <laughs> i would say I like the Benicula, but man, those are great books. We are so off topic. You've got to get us back on track. We need to read those, though. I'm, Holiday Inn, The Celery Stalks of Midnight. I gave you an opening woman walk through it. Um, I, th- I think this is nice. In the 50s, they came up with a much more humane way of injecting urine into animals, injecting human urine into animals and looking for changes. Um, at least this did not involve killing the animals. That's something. Uh, there was something called the Bufo test, uh, where you would inject human urine into a frog and if the frog produced eggs within 24 hours then the patient was pregnant weird that's um, really weird well but i mean at least it didn't now, kill okay the frog. i do have to ask you sid how would they know uh if it produced eggs without killing it well i think frogs lay eggs oh like oh that's right because they're amphibians yeah i know that right isn't that right yeah yeah right well, I thought I knew that, but now you're making me help myself. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it made sense to me. I thought that's a good idea because the eggs are outside the body, like fish. And also, frogs can um, uh, procreate uh, internally without external stimuli. That's what happened in Jurassic Park. Well, they can change sex. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But I don't think that was the basis of this test. I don't think any frogs were switching genders. I think they were just making eggs. Got it. Um. Now, uh, of course, you know, today we, uh, we have a pregnancy test that looks for a certain hormone called um, HCG, beta HCG. That's the name of the hormone that your home pregnancy tests are looking for. And, you know, it's in your urine and you can pee on a stick and, it, and it's really easy to find out. Um, but before we get into what is real, today you will find, and I, I don't know how old any of these particular tests are, a lot of home pregnancy tests that are not real and I would not recommend, but I'm gonna tell you about them anyway. Okay, Sydney, I'm ready. So some of the most popular you've probably heard of, the Drano test. Yeah, we did we looked at we didn't perform no. that, we looked at that. This is my this is my disclaimer. This is dangerous, don't do it. Okay, good. So I've said that. Do not do this. We didn't do it. No. I'm not planning dangerous. on it. It's a bad idea. The idea is that you mix your urine with some Drano, and the color it changes, it's not going to tell you if you're pregnant. Where This is a test that assumes you already know if you're pregnant, but it's going to tell you if it's a boy or a girl. There are a couple problems with this. First of all, mixing Drano with your urine is dangerous. There are chemicals. We've covered that. Um, when uh, there was a, a medical, uh, I believe it was a medical school repeated this test um, to see if it was real mm-hmm. and when they did it they were wearing gloves and masks to protect themselves from all of the chemicals they were using so if this gives you an idea of how safe this is it's don't do not it. don't do it. um the other problem is that if you look online for this test everywhere you look it's a different like key like yeah. if it turns blue it's a girl if it turns green it's a girl if it turns brown it's a boy that is not the uh that is not one of the signs of a quality test no so you wouldn't even know how to interpret it anyway so it's dangerous, it's smelly, it's a bad idea. I have no idea how it's interpreted. I don't know how it's supposed to work. Don't do it. Got it. What else? Similarly, there's the bleach test. Okay. Mix your urine with bleach. If it gets foamy, you're pregnant. Okay. 
again, this is dangerous. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, probably not as dangerous, but a little grody. The toothpaste test. You have to <laughs> squirt some toothpaste in your cup of pee and then stir it around until it mixes through it. I don't even know how long it would take you to mix toothpaste into pee. That's gross. Don't find out. Don't Please don't tell us. Don't go yeah, do that. Don't tell, I don't want to know. It's okay. Um, I'm comfortable not knowing. But if the mixture changes color or gets foamy, you're pregnant. All right. So they're just hedging their bets with that one. <laughs> uh, there's a popular pine salt test out there. Pretty straightforward. Mix urine and pine salt. If it turns orange, you're pregnant. Got it. Again, wouldn't recommend it. Dangerous. Oh, dangerous. Mixing chemicals. chemicals. There's chemicals in pee. It's a waste product, people. Um, this one, probably not dangerous. Maybe a little more earthy for the for the more organic. Homespun. Uh, for the more organic listener. Take some dandelion leaves. I, I always, I pictured this, I, re- I read about this test and I pictured you doing it like outside, like in the sunlight. Probably have like some really those, like, close friends, but inexplicably no family. Like one of those <laughs> gatherings, like... Everybody gathered around in very loose-fitting shirts, I imagine. I, I pictured it like in those like douche commercials, like women like running around outside, you mean for the like Jersey waving Shore? around. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you know, no, like yeah. douche, waving around sheets and stuff. Yeah. So you take off the dandelion leaves, you put them on uh, like a piece of plastic or something on the ground, like put them all, just group them all together on something and then pee on them. <laughs> Done. Um, What's supposed to happen? If red blisters appear on the leaves, if the leaves like blister and turn color, then you're pregnant. Those tests aren't that expensive, guys. They're like three dollars. You can get them in bulk. Think how think how calming this could be. be Out by the creek, peeing on your dandelion leaves. Sure. I don't know. Um, I thought this was weird, and again, did not sound safe. So. I couldn't find the same amounts anywhere, but you take some amount of Tylenol, one or two were the most popular answers I saw, um, mix it with some amount of hydrogen peroxide. Again, every site had a different amount. And then um, once you grind them up, you mix in the hydrogen peroxide, it's all mixed together, then you pee in it. Got it. I'm peeing. If it turns blue, you're pregnant. Oh, darn. If it turns any other color, you're not. I don't know how many other colors it's going to turn. Any Either way, again, this is not a good idea. Don't do this. Hydrogen peroxide in there. Um, another thing I found, again, a little more, you know, organic. If you miss a period, but you're not sure if it's because your period is irregular or because you're actually pregnant, um, you you can do this test. And if you if you aren't pregnant, it's going to trigger you to have a period. So you fill a bathtub with warm water. You pour in two cups of mustard powder. What? <laughs> then you take a bath in it for 20 oh, minutes. Oh, no. And then you do get to get out and shower off so you don't smell like uh, mustard. Uh, thank God. If your period comes in a day or two, clearly you aren't pregnant. If a week or two goes by and you still haven't had your period. Okay. <laughs> then this, you are. <laughs> okay, test. You had your shot, but that makes, that makes no sense. Well, if another week or two go by... I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, if you want to know that badly, spring for the test. Spring for the test. Don't take a bath in mustard powder. (laughs) What's wrong with you? Um, Even grosser. Another one I found was mix together a fourth cup of vinegar and a fourth cup of tuna juice. (laughs) Leave it overnight somewhere. I don't know where you want to put that. In the neighbor's house. (laughs) Not not anywhere you're going to have to smell it. Um, Not around our cats. We need to put it on a high shelf. Uh, the next morning, you add your first morning urine. 
in and it will turn bright green if you're pregnant Mm. Um, and the only other thing that i found currently is that you could always if you have animals they could tell you if you're pregnant because you ask them they will uh (laughs) they'll tell you they'll just tell you they'll just no they um, they'll be a lot more attentive to pregnant women okay now that's legit our pets have been very att- our cat CJ, the the only one that interacts with us, has been very affectionate towards you. I've noticed. Not jealous, it's just I've noticed. She she has been very affectionate. I don't know that I would bank a pregnancy on whether or not your cats and dogs have been more affectionate towards you. It does help that you are constantly drinking milk. You are in a constant state of milk. I think that may be the That's probably part that of that may be the thing. And I'm eating a lot more now too. So she's stoked. Uh there are there is one sign that was actually found a long time ago back in the 1900s early on um called chadwick sign named for dr chadwick who discovered it uh at around six to eight weeks of pregnancy a woman's um cervix which you can't see from the outside by the way um but you can see on a pelvic exam as well as possibly her labia and vagina can start to look a little like reddish blue or even kind of purple due to an increase in blood flow Mm -hmm. um and that is called chadwick sign so now, as you can imagine, this was not something that was routinely checked. No. Especially back in more, I think this was actually the 1800s, so back in more buttoned up times. Uh, it's not something I would want, you know. I'm confused why we wasted the money on tests. I could have just checked that out for you, no problem. Well, it doesn't happen with every single woman, and it's variable in how much of a color change there is. And P.S., I can check myself out. You can't check your own cervix? Well, you can't check. Circus performer. Well, how are you going to look at my cervix, honey? I'll just look for it. You look for it. I'll go to the place where it is in your body, wherever that may be, and I will find <laughs> no, it. No, sir, you will not. <laughs> so, Sid, what's our like modern tests? You said you mentioned HCG. So that's how that's how your home pregnancy tests work, and that's actually how when you go to your doctor's office and pee in a cup, that's the same thing we're doing. Um, we're just looking for this hormone HCG. Um, we, uh, we can also look for it in blood. So if you get a blood test, it's the exact same thing. Um, it, we can just find it in, in lower levels. So we could tell you a little sooner with a blood test. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the main thing about all these tests you need to know. Uh, they can, of course they can be wrong. They can be negative and be wrong. If they're positive, they're usually right. So if you take a home pregnancy test and it says you're pregnant, it's pretty, pretty likely that you're pregnant. There are a few exceptions, but pretty likely you're pregnant. If you take one and you're negative, you may need to wait a little bit because it depends on how high the level of hormone is. Mm-hmm. Um, the original home pregnancy test, I just think this is kind of cool. They've been looking, I read, they've been looking for one to display at the Smithsonian and they can't find one. Um, but because they, the first ones that they would let women buy and take home were these huge like chemistry sets that had a bunch of test tubes and different solutions. They included a, a tube that had agglutinated like these cl- like clotted sort of, they're grouped together, red blood cells. And you had to add urine, for, urine to them. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. And they had like droppers and mirrors and they took two hours to do. Um, but, was, but this was in 1977. So there are probably some people listening who have seen these. Yeah. Uh, I read that the Smithsonian would love to have one. That would have been le- much less charming if you had scampered from down uh, downstairs from the bathroom and said, "Good news, honey, it coagulated. Look, <laughs> look at my chemistry. Look set. at this chemistry. No, not there. Don't look. No, okay. Two beakers over. Okay, let me turn off the Bunsen burner. Hold on. <laughs> I'm wearing these giant goggles, <laughs> rubber like, gloves, big rubber gloves. Yeah. Got my lab coat on. 
No, they were very cumbersome. And um, if you if you shook them wrong, like if you moved it too suddenly and startled it, they wouldn't work. Um, if you didn't use your first morning urine, they didn't work. They didn't work very well. But nowadays, they're quite accurate. Your home home pee tests. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can always go check with your doctor if you're not sure. Or just, you know, wait a little bit. Yeah. Don't get too anxious. And you're going to have to wait uh, less time than normal for a new episode of Sawbones because we'll have another one for you on Tuesday. So we're a bit late this week. Uh, Sydney was under the weather. I'm, I think I'm through the worst of this plague, so we should be on time next week. And uh, as I was... I know we said we were going to do an episode on childbirth, but as I started digging in, you know, pregnancy and childbirth, it's a pretty big topic. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. I, I thought I'd start with testing for pregnancy and realize we had a whole show's worth of stuff. So, you know, we've got, we got More 40 weeks, 40 uh, weeks for this baby. Yeah, we got well, a, we got a of lot of shows episodes. we can tell you about. Uh, we're going to have more shows than normal actually coming up for you because uh, next month it will mark the beginning of the Max Fun Drive uh, where we'll be asking you to kick into the network uh, and get some really cool stuff for yourself in addition, including a bonus episode of Sawbones and other shows on the Maximum Fun Network. Uh, speaking of those shows, you can find them all at MaximumFun.org. Shows like Judge John Hodgman, Stop Podcasting Yourself. Uh, the Goose Down, Ono, oh Ross, and Carrie. My brother, my brother, and me. Oh, thank you so much, Cindy. And uh, many, many others. I want to thank everybody who uh, tweeted about the show this week. Um, people including Chelsea Manders, Ian Kelly, Jennifer Panic, Matt Pascal, uh, Travis, Megan Williams, Mackenzie Walton, uh, Corin Porter, Aaron Deal, Chris McIrish Jihad. <laughs> okay. Uh, Claire Toon. Kira, Grayson, Morley, so many others. Thank you so much. Uh, we, we sure appreciate you helping us yeah, spread the word. Thank you for all the well wishes. Yep. We really appreciate that, too. If you could, ask somebody today, when you listen to this, whenever you listen to it, ask the, the folks who follow you on Twitter and Facebook to listen to our show. You can link them to sawboneshow.com or directly to our iTunes page. Also, thanks to the taxpayers for letting us use their song, Medicines, uh, in, in our opening and closing music. You can go buy all their music, and we're, we'll... And you should do that. To go do go that. Go do that. And uh, speaking of things you should do, make sure to join us again next Tuesday. Until then, I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.